Hey, everybody, this is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awakened Tarot podcast. Um, we have a third episode in a row, which is going to be, again, non-traditional for, if you know, the familiarity with the setup of this podcast, which is mostly um, penis jokes, and we throw in some tarot. That being said, I want to start out this week's episode by saying that um, some of you, m- probably most of you, follow my Instagram, and I mentioned probably about Friday this week that Awakened Tarot got its first one-star review, which I think is a direct result that the last two episodes have been about the Black Lives Matter movement and what's been happening in the world. Uh, I want to go ahead and make two very clear statements. Statement number one, and I think is the less important of the two, though though both are vastly important. Um, One, I reviewed both episodes. And while I (laughs) admit to being very ignorant and there still being ignorance as I continue to educate myself, I could not find an instance in which I said something outright wrong. What I will say is that in every facet of my life, I do have a (laughs) a tendency to be a tad smothering. Um, I mom things too hard. Um, In fact, the biggest fight that I had with one of my siblings that stretched over two years was without exaggeration about me loving her too much. Uh, And so it very well could have come across as me having a white knight, white savior type, you know, mentality in in the episodes. And I want to say that I recognize my tendency to take things that way. And I recognize that my passions about things and the things that I truly care about, I tend to say too much or get too nosy, and I will be working on that. So I just wanted to be accountable there. Uh, And this is now the second and the most important message I want to get across at the beginning of this episode. If the one-star review was due to somebody thinking that my podcast should not be political— Uh, I want to kindly ask you to maybe review what you're looking at. Maybe review the way that you're reading tarot. Because here's the deal. Tarot is an immensely human and nature-based tool for working through emotions, feelings, thoughts, actions, and in regarding, you know, the natural world, the material world, our communities, Therefore, we cannot separate tarot from politics, tarot from any kind of humanitarianism. It cannot be separated. So if the one-star review was because somebody just didn't like my politics, well, then kindly, and I mean this, fuck off. Um, we don't get to be on the wrong side of things here. And this is not a debate. Human rights are not a debate. This is not a difference of opinion. This is an absolute fuck you. You are wrong please educate yourself. And with that, fuck you, please know that if you are truly confused and want to know more, I will recommend you a plethora of of things to read and ways to educate yourself. And I will do it so excitedly and happily. But this is not a debate on this podcast, in this space, on my Instagram. This is not a difference of opinion. These are, this is a human rights issue. And I will not debate or argue against or with you about it. It's either you get it and you work with it and you work with a way to be a better ally or you just fuck off. Um, 
And that's my stance. And I want that to be very clear. I say that with an abundance of love for my Black friends and family and community and my my fellow tarot readers, people whom I love and talk to daily. And I say that for, um, you know, the accountability of of this podcast. And I want to just be really clear about where I stand, you know, 20 episodes in, basically, uh, that that kind of there is no separation here between politics and tarot and between anything that involves humanitarian rights and tarot because they are intimately and intrinsically linked. And if you do not see that or think that, then you have a lot still to learn, I believe, about tarot. Okay, uh, now we can all take a deep breath. And I want to talk about something in regards kind of to this issue, um, kind of a subset. I've had a lot of questions recently from friends and from students, um, and all of them have centered around the fact that they are just not getting tarot lately. Like, tarot isn't making sense, and tarot, they're just, like, they're not connecting to it. And I want to tell all of you, this is normal. This is normal for several reasons. Let me explain. Uh, We are in eclipse season. (laughs) We are also in the pre-shadow period of Mercury retrograde. Uh, Next week, at so I believe, yeah, like next this coming week, it stations retrograde. So we're kind of in a, like a backwards period uh, that where the things that we rely on to communicate things to us, we're not quite, we're not quite understanding. But more than that, we're in a, and again, I'm going to use this word, we are in an unprecedented um, state of the world right now, okay? Tarot is a reflection of nature, of humanity. It is interwoven into every single thing we do and say and act. It, You know, like I said earlier, it is like that with politics. It's like that with relationships. It's like that with government and community. And right now, everything is changing. Everything is changing. We are in the middle of a global pandemic. Thousands of people die every single day, and people are putting their lives on the line to march and protest and all of those people are so fucking brave because that's amazing amazing that 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 they are willing to do that because this pandemic has not gone anywhere and in fact in the united states at least it has gotten worse (laughs) because it hasn't gone anywhere for those reasons we are not going to relate to tarot as we previously would have you know i said this the last normal episode of awakened tarot i had i gave a collective reading and two cards came out um one card i pulled and the other one jumped and that's only ever happened one other time on this podcast um simply because the way i shuffle um especially in regards to collective reading and for this podcast purposes like i try i try not to get jumpers and when that happened and especially with the message of those cards i knew we were going to be swimming in this energy for a while. And I want to remind you that those cards were the King of Pentacles and the Reverse Three of Wands. We are not going back to normal. Whatever you thought was normal, whatever that was, that's gone. And there will be things that are familiar (laughs) about this new normal, but we have to learn to work with tools in a new way. And the suit of wands is about working with our environment, working with our surroundings. It's the suit of fire. It's about doing and action. Um, we're not going to be able to use tarot the same way we did just a few months ago. That's not where we are now. Therefore, we can't look at a card the same way that we looked at it like three months ago in 2019. Oh, God, three months ago. It's not March. Jesus Christ. It's like fucking June. Um, 
we're not, you know, we're not going to look at a card the way we did in 2019 here in June of 2020 and be, and get the same vibe or feeling or message. We're not there anymore. And when we look at the cards now, we have to be willing to be uncomfortable and wrong and contracted. We have to be able to do that because that's where we learn the most. It's going to feel a lot right now, like for a lot of people, uh, like you're just relearning tarot, like you're back at the very beginning and it should be because we have to relearn how to be allies and friends and community members. We have to learn how to live in a world where a global pandemic is smothering us <laughs> and racial injustices and police brutality are killing our, our friends and our family members. Uh, and assaulting the public and specifically targeting the black community. Um, this is the world we live in now. And these are the things that we have to dismantle and we have to take down. And we can't go back to normal because normal was not normal. It wasn't working. You know, somebody said, somebody's, I read this online and it said something along the lines of, stop saying the system is broken. The system is not broken. This is how it was designed to be. So we need to break that system now. We have to be willing to let the system of what was break and be willing to look at tarot specifically or any divinary tool. I would assume, um, hey, Gabe, runes, they doing the same thing? Gabe says yes. Uh, any divination tool you have, you have to be willing to relearn it for this new world. Relearn how to work with these things that you have because, the, because this is the time to really hold on to inclusivity, to really train ourselves to relearn how to be in a world without this, without the police, uh, you know, without the killing of black people and people of color and children, immigrants in cages. Like, this is the time. This is now. We have this chance to dismantle it for good. And I want to see that I want to see that continue. I want to support those things. And I want you guys to as well. And a really big part of that is being willing to use tools like tarot, um, which are so wonderfully a gift to humans and that they it teaches us how to move forward. And, and you know, I tell this to my students all the time. Um, if you pull a card one day and you know what it means and then a week later you pull it and you're so confused that means you're going through an evolution with that card and we're used to that happening card by card but the fact is right now that's happening by the deck <laughs> we have to learn and relearn how these cards are coming up for instance um there is a thing in my life you guys have heard me talk about my health issue a few times and i would expect like about six cards to consistently show up for me in regards to this health issue. And none of them have shown up. Why? Well, the answer there is that those cards are no longer being used specifically in that way, or those are no longer the answers to the questions that I specifically have. And I have to learn how to get the cards that I'm continuously getting and apply it to where I am now. That's vastly important going forward, especially as we embrace, we cannot embrace a new world, a new society, a new way of doing things without also embracing a new way of using the tarot. That being said, I have developed a three-card spread um, for you to use in regards to working with either a specific card or your deck, okay? And kind of working with changing our mindset of how things 
how we need to be reading things or how things come up for us, okay? So um, I will also put this in the show notes of the podcast so y'all can look and read it there. So don't worry. I know I talk fast. But the first question is, how is tarot evolving? The next question is, how are you evolving? And the third question is, how can you work with tarot now in these times? Now, that can be a card. You can change the question to represent one specific card that keeps coming up that you're confused about or tarot in general. And what I really want to challenge you to do is that when you get these answers, don't take the same answers you would have gotten, you know, in 2019. Look at them and think about and really relearn the cards. Meditate them. Meditate with them. Feel that energy and how it how it comes up for you now because it is going to be different. There's no way it It can't be with everything going on. And especially if we want to see real and permanent change, we have to be willing to even use things such as tarot or runes or any any other divination tool and relearn how to read those and frame our mindset for them to be inclusive. Okay. So now, as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I come out and actually do the collective reading. I can say that because I haven't said it in three weeks and it is the only time I will give you a serious... Um, answer to that question. So here's where we're at. The collective reading for this coming week is this, and this is not taking away from the King of Pentacles and the reverse three of wands, because I really think we're going to be in, you know, you know, I really think we're going to be surrounded with that for a while. But for this coming week, this is the energy surrounding us. Y'all will absolutely, uh, (laughs) you will not be surprised by these cards. Our cards are the reverse knight of swords, reverse devil, and the knight of wands. So this is very layered and and complex. And one of the things that I'm learning about how tarot wants to be used going forward is that we need to see it in layers. In that the fact, in, in how Pamela Coleman Smith, especially if you're using the Smith Rider weight deck, wanted us to see it. Not as just one picture, you know, picture by picture, what we see and notice versus what we get or the traditional definition is how we're going to read these cards. Um, tarot really wants us to think deeper, to to see a meaning and say it that, you know, like that intuitive feeling we get, but then go back and then look again and, si- and sift under because there's so much there. So let me break this down into parts for y'all. And that'll give you also kind of an insight into how you can work potentially with tarot going forward into this, Okay. The middle card here is the reverse devil. It is really, really very important that both cards surrounding the devil are knights. One knight is in reverse and one knight is upright, okay? The knight in reverse is the knight of swords. And in this specific case, I believe that this is talking about the fact that the peop- that some of the people using weapons are doing it not as a way to protect, but as a way to hurt and cause fear and defeat something. Now, I'm specifically talking about our government, our motherfucking president, and the police right now. They all suck. They all were given guns, batons, tear gas, rubber bullets, whatever. And ideally, in an ideal whatever, those things would be used to protect the citizens, not injure them. But where we're at and the way that society is set up, because again, we can look at the devil a lot of the times um, as a card representing 
kind of like things were tied to like a patriarchal society or a, uh, a society where the police get to attack its citizens or where the president has way too much authoritarian power. Uh, and we have to work, we have to work on breaking that, right? The next night over here is the Knight of Wands. Um, it is no, <laughs> it is no mistake that the Knight of Wands in this case, um, they're holding up their baton and wands is the suit of fire. This is protesting. This is riots. This are the fires. These are, you know, this is the winds of change, of passion, of things needing to be different, of burning down the system that was made to oppress and building something new. I really want to point out that when you're when um you are looking at the Smith Rider weight and the way that I'm looking at this at these three cards, again, it is the reverse knight of swords, the reverse devil, and the upright knight of wands. What you have here is the reverse knight of swords facing the reverse devil and they're upside down but the person that is chained right next to them is a man and the man has fire coming out of their tail okay um this is important because the knight of swords is falling up it's basically falling apart that system is very obviously not doing well we are we are currently working on breaking it down, defunding the police, making these big changes. And the man being in reverse right there while the reverse knight of swords is staring at it is specifically talking about the patriarchy and the system that we can kind of align with the patriarchy of oppression, police brutality. All of that is kind of in the works of being burned down literally with fire and broken down, almost like the knight of wands set it on fire, right? Now, the Knight of Wands is upright on the right-hand side, and they are looking at the reverse, you know, I would say more cyclic or, you know, I'm going to say feminine, but for those of you who have been with this for a while, you know that I don't look at, I don't look at it as male and female. Those figures, I'd call them stable or cyclic, not that masculine is stable or feminine is cyclic. It's just stable and cyclic, okay? So, the Knight of Wands is facing the more cyclic-looking person and coming out of them are these grapes now the grapes are they're growing up now this is really important because again i said that we're still working with that king of pentacles and that reverse three of wands right this is very important because when we use fire a lot of times we use fire to burn or refertilize soil um fire can be really good um that ash that burning can be really good for refertilizing soil and making it easier for new and better things to grow right like potentially the symbolism of us burning away a system that was built to be oppressive and then something better growing out of it because we're not going back to that normal okay so i realized this was a lot of information but it's really important we look at that that symbolism. And that symbolism doesn't just need to be from the Smith Rider Waite deck, okay? It can be from whatever deck you feel most in tune with working with. That's really important. The symbolism and everything matters because if you have a deck that you feel connected to, the symbolism and the pictorial, the pictures there are going to be very important for you specifically. So don't panic if you don't have the Smith Rider Waite. That's okay. So that is me breaking down the symbolism of how these cards look and what that means to me and how that helps me translate this message. Now, coming back, and like I said, sifting under that, what I'm seeing here on another level is basically saying we have to continue being willing to, to create, to be fierce, to create change. 
Okay, there are going to be people that are like, well, I don't condone violence. And like, here's the deal. If you're white and you're saying I don't condone violence, that's a really big fucking privilege you have because your family and your community hasn't been systemically oppressed for over 400 years. They're not being murdered constantly. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, like we need to be we need to continue this fierce change, this marching, this protesting, whatever it takes to get people to like fucking listen, because here's the deal. As I am recording this the night before it comes out, Breonna Taylor's murderers are all still free. (laughs) There have been several lynchings I've read of where black people have been hung from trees across the country and nobody is reporting it or saying anything. I'm going to tell you right now, a really big place I get a lot of my information that the news is not reporting is I go on Twitter and I see the videos and the people who are in the communities where these things are happening And I read about it there because the news networks, they're not covering. In fact, if you were only paying attention to CNN and Fox, you may not know that protests are still happening all over the country. They're not, nothing has slowed down or stopped. And we have to keep the momentum going, right? Because again, we're sifting back under because we have to look also at the reverse night of swords as not just the police and what and all of that all of those things I defined earlier. We have to go back and also consider that this card is asking us to continue on these winds of change, to continue fighting for our freedom so that we can be able to become the Knight of Wands and do things the way that we want to and be free to follow our passions and live in a world where we don't have people living in under in impoverished neighborhoods because our government refuses to understand systemic oppression and racism. Um, we have to be willing to be fierce to create that change. We have to be willing to put fires, to set fires with the intention to put them out when it's safe to, when the ground is fertile enough. And now here, I want to like point blank say, I'm not encouraging you guys to do illegal things, okay? I'm not saying set fire to things. I'm just saying, you know, if a cop starts coming at you for no reason and you're peacefully protesting and you want to like junk kick him, like junk kick him. I 100% approve that. Um... And again, coming back on this, specifically white listeners, this reading is specifically saying the momentum has not died down. So don't get tired Um, because our black friends and family and community, they've been doing this for over 400 years. Now imagine how fucking pissed off and tired they are. Y'all, it's white people. It's been a month. You can keep doing this. You can keep going. It's not been a month is nowhere near 400 something years. We can keep doing this. We cannot lose that momentum of caring, of actively <laughs> using our platforms, our social media to reach out to people, of, of, you know, signing petitions, making sure that, you know, donating in a lump sum is great, but a lot of people do that. Maybe set up a recurring donation. Maybe don't give up all of the money, extra money you have. Maybe split up that lump sum into several different areas or several different organizations so that they can be recurring donations. Um, be able to be allies here so that we can support people, so we can support the Black community as they go through and fight and fight to live in a nation freely that they built because that's really really fucking important and it's about time we realized that 
that is the collective reading. I understand that that was really long-winded and I threw a lot of information at you. Please feel free to rewind and go back and re-listen. Um, I want to recommend now a podcast that I have listened to and my husband has listened to that will really help drive in what I said a few seconds ago about Black people really created democracy and pop culture in America in a way that white people just firmly do not grasp. (laughs) The podcast 1619 um, is an amazing podcast that breaks down Um, Starting with American Democracy, I'm currently on um, the episode, um, I'm ending the episode regarding um, music in America, and it has been fascinating to me to learn about things that I was not taught in school. Why wasn't I taught that in school? Because I went to school in a very conservative, middle-of-nowhere Midwestern town where they called the Civil War the War of Northern Aggression. Um, We were not taught all of the things that happened. Any white person, most of y'all, like you were not taught in your school the real truth. And it is so important that we willingly go look for this information. And the podcast 1619, I cannot recommend highly enough. Um, It has been eye-opening and I'm three episodes in. There are like five to seven episodes. Um, You can do it. It's really worth it. Okay, this has been my very long-winded uh, Awaken Tarot episode. I I don't know when I'm going to go back to interviewing because it just hasn't felt right or appropriate yet. Um, this is an episode I've wanted to do for a while, and I wanted to make sure that I talked about it. Um, last week's episode, I feel like, was very important, and um, I am willing to not go back to normal with this podcast or completely shut it down if and when I feel it's no longer being helpful or needed. And that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm going to take this next week and see how I feel or see what I can do or see what fits best. Um, I love this podcast and I love everyone who listens to it and enjoys it. And I don't want to scare you and say it's over because I don't know if that's true or not. What I do know is that I'm actively working towards working with the community in a way that makes sense. And I haven't felt yet that going back to interviewing and just talking about cards in general has made sense with everything going on. But I am still very passionate about tarot education, especially now in these times. Um, And so with that being said, I want to invite people who are new to tarot or want to know about something, or really struggling right now, please feel free to reach out this weekend, DM me, and ask me your questions, and I will do my very best to get back to you. Um, I may, like, send you a voice message, (laughs) Um, because with my job, I work 60 hours a week, so sometimes it's just easier to do that than try to type out a long thing. However, I do want people to have access to working with tarot in a time where I really feel like tarot can connect us to humanity and nature in a way that is so vitally important. Okay, Uh, please round of applause for Gabriel, who is about to edit all of this at like 945 at night. And (laughs) love you, babe. Um, He also uh, made the theme song, which I love and get stuck in my head. And I'll see you guys or have something to say uh, next week. Bye.